0: Hello everyone. My name is Soul Sky. Welcome to Soul Talks. So as you guys know, I am doing a series where I interview parents and their input on either being a single parent or co-parenting or trying to do both. And I have a special guest, Miss Melissa Silva. Um, she reached out, you know, it's nothing personal, guys. Like, when, when I ask questions, like, on Facebook and Instagram or Twitter, I expect people to reach out to me and actually, like, fall through. You know, her and Adriana actually fell through with the interview and actually made the time. So, it's, again, it's nothing personal. So, um, let's give a warm welcome to Miss Melissa Silva. Hello, Melissa. Hi
1: hi how are you
0: i'm okay how are you
1: i'm good a little nervous doing this but you know what it's like i feel like a lot of females you know what let me scratch that men and women need to know this information especially women that want to be mothers and god forbid become single mothers yeah you know Because you end up having a partner, and sometimes you end up not having that same partner.
0: I agree. So what is your intake? Um, You have a daughter.
1: Yes, 18 years old, just graduated high school, and started college.
0: Explain the, I won't say difficulties, but explain the different challenges raising a daughter or a child in general especially yours everybody, being older.
1: Um, everybody says raising sons and daughters are different, but like I feel like we might go through different things, but it might be difficult all around. Um this even even with an uh, even amount of difficulty with boys and girls. Um Emmy is hardest thing raising her was always trying to find after school care, okay because like I work, I'm a working mom, you know I've worked when I was up to up to the day I gave birth to her, I was working, you know, and I was with her dad at that time. Um, things happened we broke up um, when we broke up, that meant putting her in daycare. And looking for a daycare was difficult, and having him help me was difficult. Um, so I had to make the decisions on my own a lot of the times. So I would always ask his input, because even though him and I didn't work out, Emily, for me, her having her father in her life was important. No matter the issues, we always we always had issues. So I never allowed those issues to affect her relationship with him.
0: Okay. What, what would you say was? Cause you know when, as babies, like the baby stages, and then like looking as they get older, like I'm sure there was challenges as she got older.
1: There's always been challenges with Emily. Emily actually was born with cataract in her one of her eyes, so you know from two months old she was having surgery.
0: You know. Okay.
1: So her sight was, you know, her she was delayed in speech, you know. So but now you can't shut her up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wouldn't change a thing in the world about that though. But um every little thing for me was a challenge because I would always second guess myself. You know? As a mom, as a as a woman, you know, and Right now, if I look back at it, the biggest challenge I had with Emily growing up was her being bullied. Okay. In junior high. And we're close. Like, she tells me everything. But, and when she, even to the, to, to the today, I can tell when something's bothering her. But it killed me that I couldn't tell then. Mm. Like, she hid it really well for me. You know, and you know she, she got help, and you know, just it's like I have to double guess myself. I always have to, you know, wait. Let me stop. Let me double, you know, decide on what I'm gonna do here, especially since then.
0: So explain the 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 bullying process. Like, what was when you finally found out when she finally opened up to you? What like.
1: Oh she didn't open up to me she um she had a situation in school and you know she wanted she didn't want to deal with it anymore and it it, i don't want to cry but it's like she wanted to die because she felt like Mm -hmm. like it was that bad you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and it hurt me and i was just like I always tell her since she was a little, little girl, like a baby, you are like beautiful. Don't let anybody, you know, tell you otherwise. You are smart. You are special. You know, you are a female that's going to be strong and independent. Right. And she's a very strong, independent woman right now. And I thank God for that. But when the bullying happened and her wanting to hurt herself because she didn't want to deal with it anymore. I was like, wow, what did I do wrong? Because being a mom, you always blame yourself for whatever little thing happens. From, you know, every bad thing that happens, you always blame yourself. And, you know, it took a while, but, you know, she's better than ever. It took, you know, it took some counseling and it took me, like, you know, pushing extra hard into her, like, you know, No one's worth you ever feeling like that.
0: Yeah, at all.
1: You know, and her father, you know, he was there and he told her the same thing. But, you know, it was a little bit more forceful because, you know, dads are different. Yeah. Especially Dominican dads. And he's very old school. So he's like, what the hell? And, you know, but then I was like, yo, you know, she's just a little girl. And, you know, then, you know, he started talking and, you know, but she's better than ever. She's stronger. She doesn't let anybody just... Nothing anybody says bothers her now. She's like, yeah, I keep walking.
0: Yeah. That's literally the best thing that you can do. Yeah. Has motherhood, would you say motherhood made you stronger?
1: Yeah, it has. It's because you face a lot of things. You face sickness, sadness, sadness. Happiness, you know, I mean, there's every single emotion that you have in this world, you have during being a mom, you know, probably more so for me, because I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm a female. We're his- we as females, Hispanic females are very emotional Um, so when we get mad, to happy, to sad. Um, and I think I grew to be stronger because of her. Cause you, because you want your child, boy or girl, to know what a strong mother is. You know, you don't want them to see the weak side of you because you don't want them to think that's okay to be. You know.
0: Explain the, for those who struggle with co-parenting, how would you, what advice would you give them with what you've gone through?
1: co-parenting is important it's very important no matter what difficulties you have with your ex-husband or ex-wife um put that aside and think of your children or your child first because later on you might not see it now but it affects them it affects them a thousand times more than you'll ever think possible
0: and for those for the guys that are f- with the dealing with like baby mommy issues or you know baby mama issues and say stuff like well she's not letting me see the kids and this you know or me and her don't get along like what would you suggest to those men out there that are trying to be a part of their child's life but the mother is just like making it impossible
1: I live it every day because my fiance is actually a dad of four and he loves his children so much that he's been going to court for two years and maybe a little less than that. And he finally got, he finally received visitation rights, but she makes it difficult, you know, and I I tell him and I'm going to tell everybody and I tell all my friends this, you need to fight. You need to fight until, like, you get what you want. Sometimes you don't, but then you keep fighting because your child is worth it.
0: And as far as, like, education and things like that, like, was that, like, putting her in different schools, was, like, was that difficult or
1: with Emmy she went she went to two different junior high schools because we moved um, she went to one ju- one elementary which was great for her um, no I'm sorry two different elementaries cuz we moved and one junior high and um, for me I try I wanted to keep it persistent because changing schools and changing teachers you build that trust you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying in a teacher and for me some of her teachers were her best teachers in junior high you know and i just always wanted her to know like consistency when it came to a school when it came to seeing her dad um when it came to us being friends with people you know you never you know don't switch up on people yeah you know, and same with school. Don't you know? I feel like some people sometimes you have to change schools because of moving situations or, like Emily's situation, bullying. But she didn't change schools in that situation. We dealt with it. You know, I was head on with it with the with the principal and you know her teacher and everything. Um, I, she did change classes though. You know, to make it a little easier for her. What? But I pushed Emily for. To elementary to junior high and high school, I was like, you're going to need this education later on in life, you know? And, you know, she graduated, and I couldn't have been more proud of her.
0: And for those for those out there who have daughters and, you know, I know that teenage syndrome is is hard to deal with, <laughs> with the attitudes and what do you suggest? For, like, the, the moms that go through the teenagers, like, being, like, so closed down and, like, what what is your advice on that?
1: For me, in my situation, there were times that, you know, she closed down and I would just keep annoying her. And, like, listen, if you don't tell me, I'm not going to move. And I would lay in her bed or, you know, I'd constantly text her or, you know, um, you just got to be push for them to open up to you. You know, for me personally, um, I've always told Emily, nothing you ever tell me would make me judge you. You know, I'm not a judging person, you know, I mean, I don't judge anyone, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I accept you for who you are and your fault flaw, your flaws and everything. And she was the first person that I've always made. Like, realize that nothing you can tell me would ever change how I feel about you. And that was what made her be able to open up to me. You know, because I'm going to be honest. Her father, on the other hand, is a little different. Old school Dominican.
0: Yeah. They judge. Fathers Fathers are always, fathers always handle situations, I've noticed. Fathers always handle situations differently than the moms do.
1: I don't know. well true true me growing up my dad was different like he never judged my mother she was judgy any little thing she judged you my father was different he never judged you know he accepted anything you know what you a crackhead you're a crackhead you still my boy
0: yeah <laughs> you <know what>
1: <laughs> my father was one of the most realest dudes In the streets. And he was a street dude. You know. And I love that. That I got that side of him. And I got the father's side of him. My mother, on the other hand, told another story.
0: I try and... I do the opposite. Explain Um, the mom. Explain, like... Because, you know, teenagers especially, sometimes they go through what you went through. Their mom is very, very judgmental. And, you know, they really feel like they can't really open up. Like... To the moms that are like that, you know, that are always judging, like, what you know what I'm saying? Or, like, always feel like they have, like, the upper hand, which they do. But what is the advice for moms that are so, like, judgmental to the point where their child feels like they can't go to them? God,
1: I was never able to go to my mom. Like, I felt like if I told her this, I'm gonna get the total different reaction that I, that I need right now, you know? And for me, it's like be more open, be more loving, be more affectionate, and don't judge, listen. Listen before you say anything. Think before you speak, you know? And that's important. That's really, really important to listen to your kid and think before you speak. Because sometimes if you speak before you, you know, think, you're going to hurt the child. And then that hurts your relationship later on.
0: So basically, the child should feel confident enough to go to you for anything.
1: I mean, you're you're their parent. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm, that's how I feel. I don't. I. I can't speak on other parents. I only can speak on how I raised my daughter. Right. And it's funny. I texted her this morning, and I have. I. Had, I'm sorry. She called me, and I was gonna text her, and I had said, "Emmy, can I ask you a question?" And she's like, "What?" I was like, "How do you feel about how I raised you?" And she's like, "Mommy again." I was like, "I need to know. I did a good job." And she's like. You did a good job. You know, everything I've ever wanted and needed, you've always worked your butt off for me to have. And you've always been there for me. And, you know, she said a bunch of other stuff that had me crying and I was at work and I was like, all right, let me hang up. But um, I try really hard just to listen to her and to read between the lines. Because sometimes they're not telling you everything that you need to know. Mm-hmm. You know, and with her, it's like, you know, I I listen, and you know, I know my daughter, so I'm just like, you know, there's something a little bit more going on. So, I'm kind of a helicopter mom. And she always says, Ma, stop hovering. Mm. But I always tell her, I'm gonna hover to my last breath. You know, and she's like, I know. You know, but listen, and you know, give them a a little space a little space to breathe not a lot just enough to breathe and not suffocate
0: and to what is your advice on new mothers the ones that are so both new mothers and the ones that are like oh my god I want a baby like right now that are rushing (laughs)
1: um that's funny I uh, don't rush live your life get some some fun years in you know go out drink party don't get crazy though but live your life and and you know finish school you know get a career um think about you first for a while before you have to start thinking about a little baby because when that baby's here It's not only about you anymore. And that's the problem with new moms at young ages. They don't realize it's not going to be about me anymore. I have a friend, cute, that she she wants a baby. But she's like, she's still like, wait a second, it's not going to be about me. Mind you, this girl is like 30-something years old. You know? And she's still like, wait a second, I can't because it's not going to be about me. You know? You have to remember, you're going to have a baby, maybe two at once. Some people have twins.
0: Yeah, I've always said, if I ever have twins, I'm cutting my cords. <laughs> I, I am not playing. Oh <laughs> like You have two right there. but it,
1: It's like, you really, really need to sit down and be like, now it's about them. I can't get those Jordans anymore. I can't get the new iPhone anymore. Why? Because I got to buy milk. I got to buy Pampers. I got to buy clothes. You know, um, every time I get paid, my daughter's 18. She works. I still get her things here and there. But every time I get paid, my fiance's kids, my stepchildren, Mm -hmm. I buy stuff for them here and there. You know, because they're still young. They're in elementary school. And two are in elementary, two are in junior high, you know, because they still need things. Mind you, he doesn't see them as much as he should, but I always make sure, we both make sure. But for me, it's a habit that to get stuff for them. So when they come with us, they have stuff.
0: So you're also a stepmom. What what advice would you give a female who really doesn't have kids who's dealing with someone who has a child or has, you know, has children with someone else, like what, what advice would you give women in your situation in, in that predicament?
1: You have to, um, learn how to share your time. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay.
0: Listen, we're real in here. <laughs>
1: Somebody's getting locked up soon. No, let me stop. <laughs> um, you need to learn how to share your time. Like, my man has four kids. And for me, I'm, I'm always like, yo, I don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? You can go have that time with them. I'll see you when you get home or we'll have our time later.
0: And some what, people can ab- deal with that. What about the ones that have the ones that have boyfriends that have like baby mama issues? Like Oh,
1: you, I already told you my man has baby mama issues. And all I can do is stand by him. If you truly love him and care for him like you people say they do, you need to ride by him and stand by him. Don't walk away just because of that, because at the end of the day, that shows the type of person you are.
0: And do you suggest like females get involved with like the issues between him and his child's mother? Or do you suggest that, you know, it's kept between you and him and the female doesn't go to the mother of that person's child? Like, what are the boundaries?
1: There's always boundaries. You just don't know what they are. Okay. Um, it depends on how long you've been with the dude, and because there's these young girls out here, and the reason why I say young girls, I'm 44. You know, okay. what I'm saying? I've been around the block a few times, so <laughs> I've, I've dated a few men with children. You know, it for me that that's a choice for me. I'd rather date a guy with children than not date a guy that doesn't have kids because he needs to know what I go through finding a babysitter when she was younger. Right. You know, for me, um, I think like in my case, I don't involve myself unless he asks me my opinion. Okay. Um, and then I'll give it to him. You know, I'll let him know, like you need to change. You need to stop that. And you need to do this. Those are your, you know, you're asking me my, you know, all the time you're asking my opinion, this is my opinion. You know what I'm saying? And, and I tell you, I can give you.
0: Hello? Some technical difficulties, guys. Just, just bear with me. Hello? Hello. We're going to call Miss Melissa back. Hello.
1: Hello. Yeah. Hi. I'm so sorry we got disconnected.
0: It's okay. Um, I didn't stop recording, so it okay. it got it got a lot of the conversation. I okay. just said, "Well, we're having technical difficulties, so <laughs> bear with me." <laughs> okay, I'm
1: back. I do apologize about
0: that. It's okay. What do you suggest? Um, I'll probably have like two more questions. Okay what do you suggest for the moms that make it very difficult for the fathers to see their children? Like, what are your... Because they're, you know, in some cases, well, in a lot of cases, you know, and I felt like it was very important for me to reach out to mothers because I'm not a mom. So I wouldn't know much. I raised my sisters, but those are my sisters. They're not my children. Yeah. Um, I'm not a mother, so I don't know, like, the i see the struggles with like certain family members and certain friends but at the end of the day i don't know how they feel even though they tell me how they feeling i don't know like their full situation i only know what the they say yeah behind it. Um, what do you suggest to the moms that are very like bitter you know what i'm saying like hold that hurt that the child's father put on them and like give the child's father a hard way to go to see the child?
1: Think of your children. Think of how you would feel if you didn't get to see your dad, you know? Um, I was lucky to be raised by two parents. Um, My father died literally just right after my daughter was born. You know, he got to meet her, and, you know, I don't know how it is to... I don't know how it feels to be without a father growing up. So me personally, I didn't want my daughter to go through that, you know? So I always, I always think of Emily first, even now, you know, she doesn't live with me anymore. You know, she's off. She went to college, you know, she, she decided that it was time for her to, you know, spread her wings. That was the hardest decision for me to do, but I was like, okay. Um, but even now, like, I'm like, she needs to have a relationship with her father, you know? And from baby to even adulthood, I feel like both parents in your life, if you can have that, allow it. Because I'm not always going to have the answers she needs.
0: Yeah. Maybe her father
1: will, you know? That's what you have to think of. You got to think of your kid first or your kids. You can't just think about how you feel. Suck it up, yo. Like, <laughs> I hate to say this, but move the fuck on. It's hard. Believe me, I've been there. It's hard, but you gotta do it. You gotta move on and just be like, you know what? It wasn't meant to be. I'm, a, you know, but my kid needs his dad or her dad in, in their life.
0: Like, especially when they, you know, for children that really don't like they're still babies you know what i'm yeah. saying like a lot of times they feel like well the other parent doesn't want to see me because they never come around you know and sometimes but that's th-
1: i gotta stop you there there was a lot of times emmy didn't see her father because of work or something or another and i always told her i said listen and i was honest Daddy's working or, you know, but you'll see him a next lo- week.
0: A lot of parents are not honest, though.
1: No, they're not. And that's the really bad thing about it. That is so bad. That's where you women and men fuck up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and bad breakup. Okay. You know what? Emily, no. Your dad and I had a bad breakup. Am I going to stop you from seeing him? No. Why? Because you need a life. You need a life with him, a relationship. And I need my free time, too. So <laughs> I need to breathe, you know, and but all seriousness, all seriousness aside, like just think about your kids first. Be honest. You know, some people don't have their parents here because they have died. You know what I'm saying? Or they're in jail.
0: Do you feel like it's important for a both parents, regardless of the situation that they may have, like, bad breakup or whatever the case may be, do you feel like they should have, like, a certain amount of... Like, a relationship in order to co-parent? Or do you feel like you guys... Do you... Because certain people feel like you should have a relationship with the child's father or the child's mom in order to co-parent? Or you know, I always
1: stay. I think t- you gotta be civil. Right. You have to at least be... You don't have to be loving. Like, I don't have to be friends with my daughter's father right. to be civil with him and respectful. Just don't disrespect me, I won't disrespect you. And we're definitely not gonna do it in front of the kid.
0: Explain the... Because people really don't have that, res- that mutual respect for like once somebody breaks because up. Because they
1: they allowed the disrespect to happen before they broke up. Right. That's how I see it. That's my opinion.
0: Right. And that's you know it's I've, I had some friends that you know cursed their child's father out. They cursed their child's mother out you know and a lot of people feel like well you're not a parent so you don't know and I'm just like even with a lot of the men that I have in my life that have children, mm-hmm. um, and I see this the the way that they talk to the woman is just like yes. a lot of a lot of the times women don't make it easy. I'm not gonna sit here and lie about that, mm-hmm. but
1: I don't make it easy whatsoever for my daughter's father. But um, at the end of the day, our breakup was way different than some other people's. Yeah. So it really depends on the breakup, but my daughter's never really seen us fight, fight or disrespect each other. She's caught me one time for out over the on the one or two times over the phone with him, but it wasn't regarding me. it was regarding him spending time with her or um child support
0: and explain that part because you know there are some people that feel. You know, even do you feel like if the child's father is involved and does everything he has to do financially and emotionally be there for their child or their children, do you still feel like the mom should put that parent on child support? What is your take on that?
1: For me, my experience, um, I had to take my daughter's father to court for child support because he stopped. Okay. Um, but that's when she was like really little. And that's because he was listening to a female say, Oh, you paid too much. Are you serious? He pays five hundred dollars a month. That was it. So he stopped. So I was like I never stopped him from seeing Emily though. Because he he it was three to four months I didn't get child support, but I still sent her to him because that had nothing to do with him seeing her. So I took care of it. I took him to child support and um the agreement was a certain thing. So the only time I ever went to him financially was when it came towards he needed to pay half for something, or I didn't have enough money for something.
0: So, like, explain the whole like mutual respect for those who, because you know there are women that are very hurt out of whatever this per this what if- this guy did to them. You know they hold that against him. So, you know, the first thing is I'm going to take him to child support and I'm just going to take whatever, you know, everything that he has, you know, not considering whether, you know, because at the end of the day, this person also has living expenses. And what right. if this person has other children and some people feel like, well, that's not my problem. Just take care of mine. You know, like, how would you suggest somebody go about that, even though your situation is different? Yeah. How would you suggest some a female that's just brand new in being a mom had a breakup with the child's father and is really like, you know, I'm taking everything that you have and really doesn't allow the father to be a part of their life, even though, like... I know what I'm trying to say. It's just not coming out right. Um, <laughs> no, I get,
1: I get what you're saying. Um, basically being spiteful yeah is the worst thing you could ever do because sometimes at the end of the day you can get bit in the ass for being spiteful because example my my fiance his baby moms took him to court right she was expecting him to be paying all this money and because she said he didn't help out but ever since I've been with him I was like yo you need to keep your receipts for everything you do for these children just in case right he went to court pulled out all the receipts he only pays a certain amount of money a week for all four kids because she's listening to people telling her oh you're gonna get all this money for each one you were wrong you know and he's he pays child support and he buys like a lot of stuff for them. we both buy stuff you know um so Don't be spiteful because at the end of the day, it's like, why? You're just going to hurt yourself at the end. And I feel like child support is for the child. Yeah. Not for you to go out and do this, 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 and that with. That's my opinion. People, women are going to hate me right now.
0: No, but you know what? (laughs) We're real in here. We are in, I I try to make.
1: I really do have to keep it 100, like for No
0: me. And that's, and you know, that's why when I ask people to come on my, my, my show, I make sure like you guys are comfortable enough to speak your truth and be authentic because if it's not on th- authentic, it's not real. Yeah. So I, I try my best to make you guys feel as comfortable as possible with speaking about these topics because, you know, there are some people who, in real like this these are real life situations they are the these you know
1: they happen more than people think exactly
0: you know and i think that's why it was so important for me to reach out to parents who actually have a child that know the struggle because for somebody like me who doesn't have a child it's like well what do you know you know what i'm saying so it's like but it's not
1: what you know it's hey what i want to know Right, it's learning from here and there. You know, it's like you were raised by your dad, yeah. Which deserves a standing fucking ovation. Ha, thanks, because I met your father, awesome man. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it takes a very strong person to do it. Your, you know, to do it all on your own. And there was a lot of times that I wanted to give up, and I was just like, yo. Maybe she should go it for her dad. But then i like, wait a second. I didn't go through all of this.
0: For nothing. To give
1: up. You know? And I want her to know. And a lot of other females to know. You don't need a man in your life to make it.
0: You don't. You really, really you know? don't.
1: Be the strong, independent woman you're supposed to be in 2018. You know, show your kids, daughter and son, how to live in this world, sometimes without a dad, sometimes with a dad. But if the father is present and wants to be in their life, let them see them. Let them see their kids. It gives you a break. Let's be honest. You can go get your nails did. You can just... (laughs) you can breathe a little you know what i'm saying depending on the father if he's a piece of shit don't like if he's a piece of shit honestly then that's a different story yeah, but if he's is a good different dude shit. if he's a fucking good dude and he loves his children and has shown it before you guys broke up do not allow just be, do not allow your breakup to change that
0: they're always, there's always go because I feel like
1: they'll find out later on in life yeah,
0: and, it, and it, this is a person that regardless if you two end up together or not this is someone that you have to deal with for the rest of your life because yeah. you have a child together or you have children together so it's like even as they get older or when they get older you still have to deal with this person for the rest of your life you know this is You know, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. At least that's what I was told. Um, And it's... I can only imagine that it's not easy. Especially for single mothers. You know what I'm saying? like.
1: And single fathers. And single fathers
0: too. Single fathers don't get enough credit. They don't.
1: No, they don't. Because I know a few that are really great men. And they actually don't stop their kids the ones that I know, from seeing their mother if the mother wants to. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes we need to take a page out of somebody else's book and live that life for a while. Like, follow their direction.
0: And for those who feel like, you know, my life is over, I really can't go to school, or I can't do this, and what do you... What is your advice on that for like mothers who who you know most likely or probably are teen moms or you know for anyone who's just entering and feels like I can't do anything right now because I have a child. I can't go back to school because I have a child. Like what do you like what is your intake on that?
1: There are for me personally. Oh, man it's hard because there are kids out there. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: Okay, because I had to put my headset on. There are kids that have children, and I say kids because if you're under 8, if you're under 21, you're a child. Me.
0: Yeah.
1: That can't finish school because they had a child. There are programs that can help a teen mom get her GED or graduate high school. You know, you really need to look into that. I have uh, my friends, my daughter's friend, um, beautiful young lady. She's finishing school, you know, her, her goal is to graduate high school, you know, and that, and you need goals. Like you need to set goals for yourself, you know, you have a child, so you should start setting goals to graduating high school, you know, trying to start some kind of college and Getting a job, you know, to take care of yourself. Because let me tell you something. Welfare ain't shit.
0: Nope. It's not. It's not.
1: Because you're going to collect welfare to what? Within two to three weeks, you're going to be working. They will put you to work, even with a brand new baby. Yep. You know, and that's going to give you what? And you're working for for welfare when you can go find a job. That's
0: gonna pay you right now fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour. People don't a lot of people don't understand You know, people think that having a child is like a toy. You know, and they're not a lot of times we don't realize that children are humans. Like this is someone you have to look after for the rest of their life. You know, this is not like a pawn that no, you just you just pick up and you're just like, okay, I'm a mom. And then you put it back down and then you decide not to be a mother or a parent anymore.
1: But it's sad that there are children in this day of age that thinks that. Yeah. And that's what's killer because it's like, and it's crazy. Um, My, my fiance and I were talking about this not too long ago, how, when you're raised a certain way by a certain person that's how the child will come
0: out like yep
1: and you don't want that that's the re that's another reason why i always worked and i always like told my daughter do never depend on anyone because at the end of the day it's you who you have to depend on no one's got your back like you got or i got your back or your father right you know your parents got you You know, you can't really trust anyone else to love you the way your parents love you and who will support you the way you should be supported.
0: I think this will be the last question. Um, There's a saying that, you know, when you're pregnant, especially nowadays, people feel like when they get pregnant... Um, in the beginning of their pregnancy and everything else, it's kind of like they have all the support in the world when the baby is still in their stomach. And then th- towards the ending of their pregnancy and when the baby is here, they feel like they don't have no support, no moral support. Like, what? How, what is your advice? Like, how would you advise somebody dealing with situations like that? And do you feel like it's it's true? Like, after the kid is here, like, people just disappear.
1: I myself never experienced it, but I do know what you're speaking about because I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Um, that that is something that would make you want to be stronger, and you know, work harder on being a a parent. This person without anybody's help, because, like you said, that when you're pregnant, there are a lot of people that have given you support. And I see that a lot in, in fallers. Mm. And I hate to say that, but there are some men out there that'll be with you to the day you give birth. But then once you give birth, and they're some out. Disappear. And some don't. But the ones that do disappear, then you know what? They weren't worth being there. And what you have to do is you just get up and work on your. Uh, what's the word? Work on who you are, work on being a great parent to your child, being a mother and a father.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think that was it. I think that this was the end of my interview. I thank you so much thank you for, for having being me, a so part nice. of Soul Talks. Um, I can't wait to get this episode out there. Um, oh, I'm <laughs> no, don't be. You know what it is? I tell everybody, we're real in here, you know, and the yeah. love that I have, the love that I have for people, you know, these episodes are to help people. You know, this show is the reason why I created Soul Talks was so that I can just have these certain discussions about real life things that people really go through, you know, yeah. and the best thing that I can do is reach out to people who have been in those situations or who are still going through those situations and you know it, it's it's life is hard sometimes, you know, and sometimes people need that up somebody to uplift them and let them know like, hey, I'm going through this just like you are. You're not alone. You know what I'm saying? One of the
1: reasons one of the reasons why I actually started listening besides the fact that I follow you one of the reasons why I started listening to your podcast was like, you know what? Let me check out what this chick got to say. Let me see what the fuck's he about. <laughs>
0: and well, I'm listened, real. This- but
1: I hated the fact that I could not hear you. And I told you, like, I hit you up. I was like, yo, it was difficult to hear your first podcast because it was so low. Yeah.
0: I tried to change the settings on that. Right. And, um... Well, all
1: your other podcasts have been great. Like, I'm like, I'm listening and I'm like, you know, being the fact that I have an 18-year-old daughter and, you know, I want to learn because sometimes, you know, she doesn't talk to me and I just want to know certain things that could be going on and then I'll be like, listen, you know, I heard this today. So, you know, so she can talk to me more about certain things.
0: And, you know, these these episodes are for everyone, you know, no one is left out, I try my best to make sure that no one is left out, no one feels left out, when I have these, you know podcast episodes, I always ask people for, you know their opinions and stuff like that um, but I try to, this is as real as it gets, this, and I tell people all the time, like, you know I'm a loving person, so this right here, this is nothing but like, love, and Positivity that I'm really trying to feed to the world, you know. Because yeah. at the end of the day,
1: I one podcast at a time. <laughs> yeah, one podcast at a
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the do, day, you're
1: doing great. You're doing so great because I just like my day is full of work, and I just like have one headphone in my ear and I listen to podcasts. And I have three top podcasts right now. Um, yours is one. Aww. and two others I'm not plugging anybody's podcast here but there's two others and it's just it's interesting because like it just teaches you you know things that you may not know about or you do know about and it gives you a little bit more insight on things it.
0: and it's you know I I'm just trying to help people you know as much as I can and I'm so glad to really like have you here. We're going to stop with the recording and then we can have our conversation off of this. Um, But I really I'm so grateful that you really decided to really reach out to me. And I don't have many followers on here. I don't have many listeners on here, but I really do pay attention to everyone's comments and stuff like that. Um, Thank you. you Thank you so you're gonna, much.
1: You're going to get more.
0: I believe in you. Aw, thank you. Welcome. Thank you so much for being a part of um, Soul Talk. Thank you for having
1: me.
0: No problem. And this was the end of this episode, guys. Stay tuned. Good night. Remember that this is a three-part series, and that the next episode would be someone very special that would be hosting with me. So just, just stay tuned.